So we left off the last chapter, where all the pilgrims, along with King and Reggie, ascended up that mountain for a sled competition with the children. Sir Miser and Stuart also joining under disguise with a scarf around their mouth. And as they were heading down in that race, Sir Miser tripped off the children. Lug and Bash got revenge by pushing him off a cliff. The King and Reggie went off a different route. Borden followed hard after. And in the end, the King had won the race. And Sir Lancelot, along with Sir William, arrived. And up on the mountain, Sir Miser came up with a deviant plan. And now, the chapter begins. And it is still the day before the holy day. And in a dim, dimly lit cave upon that mountain, Sir Miser spreads forth a makeshift map using stones. All right, Stuart. Behold my map. Most beautiful boss. All right. So here, on this rock right here. See that rock right there, Stuart? I see a boss. That is the temple inside that castle. Oh, it's beautiful. I can see it now. Look at it. Look at it. I'm looking at it. Now, here my plan. I'm hatching it. The shell is cracking, and gonna bring forth deviance. <laughs> so, in that temple, there's gonna be priestly garments. I will sneak in in the covert at night like a stealth that I am and maneuver all around the guards. They will not even see me. I'll be so quiet like a feather hitting the ground. Once I get those priestly garments, no one will suspect that under it is me, a knight, such a high order as I am. But that's just the first of my plan, Stuart. What do you think so far? Brilliant balls. It's gonna work out just right. I know. So see this other this other stone right right here. That stone. You know what that is? Um, no balls. I don't. I'm baffled and without words. Just take a gander. Uh, it's the top of the roof, balls. No. Look closer. And steward moves in and looks closer. Oh, I see a boss. It's the bathroom. No, steward. See, if you had eyes like me, you would know exactly what that rock is. That's the kitchen. Oh, I see it now, boss. Thank you for pointing that out. No problem, steward. I'm here for you. The kitchen is where the main roast beast is. Once I take that, you know what's going to happen, steward? We're going to get pummeled by Lug and Bash. No, because I'm going to do it while they're all sleeping. I will steal the roast beast. And then all their laughter, Stuart, will be turned into sorrow. Their faces, I can see it now, soaked in their tears. It's foolproof. Right, bulls. And Sir Miser standing up, walking to the edge of the cliff overlooking the town. Look at him over there throwing snowballs, completely unaware of the event that's going to take place tonight. It's going to ruin tomorrow for everyone. Ah, smells good, doesn't it, Stuart? Right, bulls. Come on, Stuart. Let's get our rest and wait for the night. And then we'll strike. <laughs> and 
Max and Aphelion were heading into the center of the town with the king's commandment in hand to nail it up on the middle pillar. Oh, Max, what a beautiful day. Yeah, that sun is bright. I know, it's like I'm getting a snowburn. Look under my chin. Oh, it is getting a little red and pinkish. Does it hurt when I flick it? <laughs> Stop. It kind of is tender. Not to mention the cold doesn't help. What? What does that even say in the in the in the letter? I don't know. You want you want to be the first to read it? Oh, uh, we would be the first to read it, huh? Let me see. Yeah, all right. Uh, make sure nobody's peeking. Max, just read it. Okay, okay. Just read. Yeah. Okay. Ah, annoying. Uh, hear ye, noble subjects of this realm. Huh? Ooh, I like to use this realm. Max, just read it. All right. By by the decree of the sovereign grace, I, King Armor, huh? bear. Oh, is it bear? Bear. Uh, what did it say? Bearer. Bearer. Uh, here's his handwriting. Bearer of the crown's divine authority, that proclaim a joyous mandate as the holy day approaches. Let it be known that all dwellers within these walls shall uh-huh. open wide their abodes to the incoming guest. In the spirit of murmurment and fellowship, <laughs> I bid thee extend warmth and hospitality to those who journey into our midst. Let no, do- no door remain shut, and may the flickering glow of yuletide candles illuminate the path of goodwill. Nice. And whosoever did not follow these commandments, let him be hung in a tree by their tongue. What? <laughs> G- give me that. I'm gonna treat my... <laughs> Max, it doesn't say that. I know, I just made the last part up. But that would be pretty funny if it was down there, huh? To see somebody... Imagine a Philean dangling. Max, all right, <laughs> let's, let's hang this... Let's hang this up by a nail. Oh, okay, good, good thinking. <laughs> and a Philean grabbing a hammer and slamming a nail into that letter from the middle post. Perfect. While many of the townsfolk gather around to read. Max and Ophelian go and sit down on a snow-covered log. <laughs> oh, wow. This is actually a nice place. Oh, look. <laughs> the children are coming this way. They look happy. You ask him. You ask him. You ask him. Ask him. You just ask him. You just ask him. You just ask him. You do something. I'll do something. I'll do Snowman? Uh-huh. Where? Mm-hmm. Right by the lake. Yeah. And right Max and Ophelian look over by the lake. Mm-hmm. And it's a perfect spot for a snowman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess I guess we got some time. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't see why we don't. Oh, I mean, it's a snowman. Time. It's time no, Max, time. it's not a snowman. I'm not going to just build a little six-foot snowman. You're not? You're not? Oh, how big a snowman yeah. can you build? Uh-huh. How big? Why? It don't need its own address. It's oh, I can build the biggest snowman the world has ever seen. 
making each breath a struggle. The castle is now a miniature fortress against the vast desolate landscape. Aphelion's heart pounded in his chest, drowning out the distant sounds of winter wilderness. And the latter groaned beneath his weight. As he dared not look down, the ground below seemed to vanish, replaced by an unforgiving void. His fear whispered to him, urging him to turn back, but determination fueled his frozen limbs. And finally, reaching the top, a billion clung to the snowman's frozen shoulders, gasping for breath. The panoramic view from this perilous perch revealed the stark beauty of the Winter Kingdom. But the terror of the climb lingered in the air. The wind continued to howl, as if the snowman itself mourned the audacious intrusion. <laughs> All right, it's a bit gusty up here. <sighs> Carrot, here it goes. Place the carrot right here. And snugging that carrot firmly in the head of the snowman. <sighs> now you can breathe. You got a nose. <laughs> and looking down into the vast void below, <laughs> the latter began to tremble under his weight again as the wind began to blow. <laughs> oh, come on, come on, come on. Get a grip, get a grip. <laughs> But the icy rungs caused his feet to slip, and when his foot slipped, his chin hit every rung on the way down as he slid. Take a quick uh, look out the window. Look, 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 Oh, he's bending those rungs with his chin. There you go, Phyllis. Hit nose. Oh, Oh, 
Carrot is in the head of the snowman. Yay. Come on, let's go. Hey, don't you want to talk about this? Is your chin? Come on, Max, let's go. But your chin hit every one of Max. Let's go. Okay, okay. I think he's really salty. And as the sun took a bow, and night draped its cloak, a snow-covered castle where dreams awoke. Johnny in armor in slumber did peep, while Lug and Bash seasoned roast secrets to keep. In the castle's warm kitchen, with fires burning bright, Lug and Bash stirred a cauldron, a medieval sight. A hog on a spit, turning slow and steady, medieval seasonings a concoction so heady. With cloves and black pepper and sprinkle of thyme, Lug and Bash seasoned, dancing in rhyme. Rosemary and sage, their aroma a tale, a feast fit for knights in shining mail. The flames in the hearth leaped with glee, as the duo in aprons crafted culinary glee. Bash with a ladle stirred the pot with care, Lug with a grin added a dash of rare. The castle walls echoed with laughter and cheer as the hog in the cauldron drew to a near. Medieval flavors, a symphony so grand, a feast for the ages in this snow-covered land. But hark, in the snow, where the shadows conspire, Sir Miser awaits, his heart cold as fire. A figure unseen in the moon's gentle glow, a plot unflurling, a tale to bestow. Through the castle gate, he planned to entwine a twist in the tale, planned so malign. Johnny in armor, unaware in their dreams, as Sir Miser approaches his sinister scheme. In the snowy expanse, where secrets unfold, Sir Miser's tale in the night took a hold, a twist in the rhyme, a turn in the plot, as darkness descended, a suspenseful knot. All right, Stuart. You see that door over there on the side of that wall that leads into the castle? And Stuart, squinting his eyes. Right, Bulls. I'm going to get in there. You know how I'm going to do that? No idea, Bulls. See this bell of hay behind me? I'm going to start a fire right here. I'm going to knock on the door. They're going to open it. They're going to see the fire, Stuart. I'm going to come out here to extinguish it. It is then. And I'll slip into the castle walls. And there I'll find my way to the chapel and get the priest garments. That's gonna work, Bulls. I know, Stuart. And Sir Miser pulls out a flint stone and starts a fire just as he had planned on that bell of hay. And he walking up to that door. And Stuart hides himself. All right, it's gonna work just right. Ah, crazy door. Make it so hard. And the door opens up and a man sticks his head out. Sir Miser pushes himself hard against the bricks of the castle to hide. Uh, oh. And the guard sees a fire. Ooh. Looking left and right, no one to extinguish it, he takes it upon himself, just as Sir Miser's plan, and leaves that door open to go put the fire out. And Sir Miser has that evil grin. <laughs> and he slips around that door 
and steps into the castle. <laughs> Rubbing his hands together, not only to keep warm, but to also comfort himself, for his scheme is working. Ah, <laughs> uh, that? All right, now for my plan to unfold. Sir Miser maneuvered through the castle's labyrinth passages. Senses. Right. All right. The sound of approaching guards echoed in the narrow corridors, prompting him to seek refuge in the shadows. Oh, I'm very aware. And as the first pair of guards rounded the corner, Sir Miser ducked behind a suit of armor, his breath held in suspense. <laughs> And as they faded away down the hallway, uh, Sir Miser moved swiftly. Uh, right, Coming up to another turn, left or right. Uh, all right, left or right. Come on, senses. Where's that warm and fuzzy? Left, right, no warm and fuzzy. Left, a little warmer, a little more fuzzy. Ah, uh, left. Huh? And Sir Miser slipped into another concealed a clove just as another patrol neared. <laughs> His heart raced as the guards passed mere <coughs> inches away, their footsteps echoing in the stone confines. Uh, see that, Sir Miser? Your senses are at its height. <sighs> With bated breath, Sir Miser waited until their lantern-lit figures disappeared around a distant bend. And pressing on, Sir Miser expertly utilized the castle's architecture to his advantage. He hid behind tapestries and blending into the darkness, and even masqueraded as a statue when a patrol glanced his way. Sir Miser standing as if he's one of the Mannequins, one of the fake armored soldiers. He can see out of the corner of his eye one of the guards still looking at him. And willing himself not to blink, his eyes begin to tear up. And in his mind, he begins to use his mind powers to make the guards turn his head. And the guard shrugs his shoulders and turns his head away. <sighs> Sir Miser wipes the tears from his eyes. Ah. Yeah, you're no match for me. Look at you over there with your head turned. <laughs> Each close call fueled the thrill of his covert mission. Sir Miser's movements were as elusive as the whispers of the castle itself. He navigated the perilous route, narrowly avoiding discovery at every turn, and finally reaching the entrance to the chapel. Sir Miser stole one last glance over his shoulder, ensuring the coast was clear. 
The distant murmur of guards signaled their departure. And Sir Miser entered into that sacred sanctuary. Sir Miser stood in a quiet chapel, his stern gaze sweeping across the worn wooden pews and the modest stone altar at the front. Uh, never thought I'd be in another one of these places. Ah. Uh -huh. Intrigued, he approached the chaplain's office on the left. Its door creaking softly as he pushed it open. Uh -huh. Anyone in here? Uh -huh. The air inside was cool and musty, carrying a scent of aged parchments and polished wood. A small desk cluttered with quills and parchments stood against one wall, while a simple cot occupied the corner. But his eyes fell upon a set of priestly garments neatly arranged on a hook. Ah, there you are. <laughs> now, for my main plan. Filling the coarse fabric beneath his fingertips with the sense of mischief, he adorned himself in the sacred attire. <sighs> it's a red garment with white cotton borders and a hood to go over his head with a white cotton ball on the very top and a sash to tighten around his waist. Draped in priestly vestments, Sir Miser stood before a cracked mirror, the reflection of a knight now masquerading in a clergyman staring back at him. Ah, look at you. Hmm. <laughs> I almost fooled myself. I'm so good looking in this. As he stepped back into the chapel, the garments rustled softly. The knight, now a disguised figure of piety, moved with an unusual grace towards the altar. All right. And turning back around towards the door, he heads out to find the kitchen. And back in the kitchen. Alright, that should be it, man. Alright, man. Let's go ahead and let it, let it simmer all night right here. Over by this flame, what do you think? Yeah, that's it. It'll simmer by this flame. What are we going to check on it, what, every 30 minutes or so? Yeah, yeah, every 30 minutes. Maybe an hour at the, at the most. Yeah, at the most. Definitely the most. Yeah, we'll come check on this thing and we'll turn it. We'll put a little bit of something on it. You know, I know what you're saying. Come on, come on, let's go. Let's go get some rest somewhere else. And as Lug and Bash leave that kitchen, Sir Miser steps into view. All right. Now, now finally I'm here. There it is, over there. <sighs> Sir Miser waits a little moment later, just to make sure the coast is clear. Alright. He walks up to that delicious hog, 
sitting close to a small flame, flickering. Ah, uh, wow, look at that. Um, okay, get it, get it together, get it together, get it together. Sometimes I don't let them rule you. They will not control your mind. You will control theirs. All right, now. All right, get it. Oh, that's a little heavy. It's all right, close my eyes here. Struggling against this heavy hog, he finds it difficult to remain stealthy while taking very nervous glances at the door. Finally hoisting it up onto his shoulder, it throws him a little off balance as he tries to walk. Okay, okay, stop, hold on. Steady, steady, steady. And he can hear those footsteps of Lug returning at a small distance away. Oh no. Oh no. Now in a panic, looking for a place to hide. But the hog is on his shoulder. Oh no. Uh, 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 uh. He begins to smash into objects in there. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, oh no. Uh, oh, oh no. no. Where? Uh, ow, 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 Finding a small room, he opens the door up and slams it. And Lug entering in. What was that? Oh my. And Bash right behind him. Whoa. The whole kitchen is a mess. And Lug nudges Bash and points over to that empty place where the hog once rested. Oh no. Oh no. No, 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 no. No, you can mess with anything under the sky. Oh, but you messing with the wrong guy. Lug reaches over and grabs a meat cleaver off of the table. Where are you, Huggy? Huggy, I can smell you. I can smell you. Bash, you go around that way. I'll go this way. All right, I'm going around this way. And looking on the ground, he sees the juice dripping all the way to a door. A trail. Oh, buddy, somebody is about to get it. And Bash sneaks over there, moving around objects. Both of them crowd around that door. Bug grabs the handle with one hand, holding the meat cleaver up with the other. Ready? I'm ready. And Bash is armed with an iron skillet. The door opens up. Yeah! Oh, that's good. And they look, and Sir Miser is down on his knees in the priestly garments, the hog on the ground by him. Pray, let this be blessed. Let it go to feed tens of thousands of people. Oh, most high noble one. Oh, whoa, hey, it's the preacher. Oh, <laughs> oh, way better. Oh, sorry, we put me cleaver down. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I thought somebody 
<laughs> in this. Yeah, right, right. Uh, okay, I'll let you pray. Bash, bash. Uh, solemn moment. Come on. I don't know why we didn't think of this before. Yeah, this is genius uh, idea. Come on, let's get on our knees right by you. Yeah. All right, all right, go ahead and continue to bless this hog. That would be the, it's going to be the best hog. Now that we have ourselves a preacher, a, a holy man, a man of the cloth. <laughs> go on, go, go on. on. Go ahead, cloth. Uh, all right. You want me to bless this? Oh, yeah, yeah, go, 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 please. I'll, I'll be quiet. I'll be, I'll be reverence, reverence, reverence. Back, bow your head on your knees. Uh, and Sir Miser taking a deep breath, cringing inside at this moment. Uh, all right. Uh, the Holy One above all things. I ask that you would bless this food. Let it be a oh, yeah. oh, yeah. feed ten thousands. Yeah, ten thousands. Let it be a, a great and tasty and juicy in everyone's mouth tomorrow. I ask all these things in your gracious name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Amen. Yeah, Thank you very much for that. Yeah. Yeah, let me, 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 come on, Bastion. Grab that in. I don't want you to hurt yourself. Yeah, we'll grab, grab that in. All right, got it. Okay, careful with it. Careful with it. And don't you worry about cleaning all this up. We, yeah. no, we'll take care of yeah, this. We got on. this. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Let's put it back in place. We'll spend a little longer time. We're, we're going to put the, the, the seasonings back on it. So if you want to hang around, you can hang around. Uh, no, thank you. I'll, uh, must be on my way doing priestly things. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Come on, let's get it. That following morning, Johnny had awoke to the sound of carolers echoing through the hallways of the castle. Armor also awakened, for Armor had stayed the night in Johnny's room, where he had given his royal bedroom under the King of Nod, and they spent a short time doing logistical paperwork before descending down the royal staircase. And as they descended down the royal staircase, the rich aroma of freshly baked pastries and the warmth of crackling fireplaces filled the air. The grandeur of the castle's living room welcomed him. Many of the knights of Sir Lancelot gathered around in the couches, snacking on food and drinking warm coffee, telling stories and tales of times past. Oh, hey, Johnny, come, come on in. We're just about to tell you about Sir, uh, Sir William. He was about to tell you what happened when I picked him up at the docks. Oh, really? Uh, it's a funny story. This is not. Oh, can I get some of that coffee? Oh, hey, um, can I, you want a coffee? And you want a coffee? Yes, please. <laughs> two coffees. Two coffees. Yeah, I'll tell him, Sir William. Let me get three. One for me. Oh, well, I mean, I guess it's something worth uh, noting. Noting. Well, noting. well, okay, I'll, I'll tell the story. Sir Lancelot stood gallantly at the bustling port. He awaited the arrival of Sir William of the Redbeards. The anticipation filled the air, and the distant cries of seagulls added a sense of serenity to the scene. 
standing next to his horse and wagon. And as the boat approached, a short and stout figure of Sir William became visible, his red beard standing out against the vibrant blue of the sea. Ah, there you are. Sir William. And as the boat docked, Sir William disembarked onto the withered planks of the port. Uh, uh, Sir William! Sir William! Look how it is. <laughs> oh, I come on in here and give my fiery mane a hug. <laughs> I'm so glad to see you. Uh, oh, did you get any taller? Oh, I think it's these boots. You could add me another centimeter or two. <laughs> well, come on. Uh, I want to get some more, more grain for the horses while I'm here. Oh, uh, hey, let me get your bags for you. Oh, I can do it myself. Uh, don't have my short statue, huh? I'm big things come in small packages. Okay, all right, you can get this yourself. And as Sir William of the Redbeards was loading his cargo onto the wagon, a few men of the baser sort standing around a fire, warming themselves up, began to mock him. Oh, look at that. Oh, it's a wee guy. Oh, it's a little leprechaun. A wee little man. Oh, did, uh, did you pick up a leprechaun? Oh. Hey, leprechaun, oh. you grant me a few wishes? Oh. <laughs> if you catch one, you get a few wishes. No. I'm going to catch this one. And Sir William looks over at the men, three of them, as they laugh at him. Make sure you bring your clovers. And he glances back over at Sir Lancelot as he tugs on the reins of the horses to tie them up to the pole. Come on, Easy, your temper now, Sir William. Your temper. Here, boy. Oh, hey. You got a temper. I know my temper. I've changed a lot since you knowed me. Right. We'll see. I'm going to go inside and grab something uh, for the horses, some feed. Now, your temper. Oh, I. And Sir William walks over to the back of that wagon, ruffling through all the stuff back there. Hey, hey. Eh. Nobody makes fun of me. Hey, nobody makes fun of me. Nope, no, no. Uh, my little statue. No. Uh -huh. And finding an iron rod, holding it firmly in his hand, he turns to the jesters. <laughs> there he is. A burning barrel lay in the midst of them. He's coming this way. And he casually walks uh, over to them. Uh, that's a nice oh, outfit he got coming there. To greet us. Uh, hey, okay, I already got my three wishes lined up. Go ahead and tell him. Sir William places that iron rod into the fire, the handle of it sticking out. Oh, hey. Oh, you got three wishes. Go ahead and make your wishes. Oh, nice. he's going to grant us wishes. Nice. It's because I'm, I'm short. I'm of a little man oh, with a beard. Isn't it cute? Oh, isn't he's he? making fun of his own self. <laughs> he's a cute little guy. Oh, it's a, it's a wee little leprechaun, isn't he? Oh, I, I am a wee little leprechaun. Look at my shoes. Look at him. Look, look at my green outfit. Oh, I just start dancing in a circle, and everyone else is laughing and throwing their heads back. <laughs> oh, oh, where's his parents? Oh, see his okay, parents. okay. Well, if I if I grab you, uh, hi. Go ahead and grab me. What would you like? Ah, uh, well, I was thinking about. Can I get your pot of gold? Oh, oh the you gold. want to be pot of gold? <laughs> the rainbow. <laughs> oh, he's doing the talk. As that iron rod begins to heat up, the tip of it is glowing orange. And Sir William glances into there. You, can't get, you gotta find that rainbow, right? Ah, yes. 
and Sir William grabbing a hold of that handle as everyone is making mirth about the shortness of Sir William. And pulling out that iron rod, the tip of it is glowing orange. Oh, look at this. It's as gold as my gold. And he commences to beating on them. And he whips them from one side of that village to the other side, chasing them. And Sir Lancelot standing in there grabbing the feed, looking out the window. Much. Oh, so this will last me. Oh my goodness! And he watching as Sir William runs down that street, whipping on one of the men with that iron rod. Ah, I knew it. His temper is tempered. I'm gonna go save him or save them. <laughs> oh, you really did that, Sir William? Oh, I... He did do I that. I tell you, don't you make fun of my short statue? No. I will get you back. I'll bite your ankles, and I'll bite them hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, that, that is too much. Wow. And he gravely approaches... Oh, look at oh, everybody. Gravely. So, is everyone ready to see the royal ballroom? Oh, ready? Please. We are so ready to see that royal ballroom. Anticipation. Oh, this dog, come on. And let's go take a look inside, shall we? It's going to be a grand opening. Come on. Oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait. Me neither. Me neither. He gravely leads the knights, along with Johnny and the king, to the royal ballroom doors. And right outside the doors is a man with the podium, where the guest sign-in sheet is. All right, everyone. Prepare your eyes to be amazed. And he grabs the door handles and opens them up. Welcome, esteemed guests, to the grand door of the royal castle ballroom. Behold the enchanting scene before you, a symphony of elegance. But wait, there's more. There's more. Okay, I'm all about more. Where's it at? As your eyes traverse to the expanse, take note of the resplendent chandeliers above. It casting a, a soft glow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it rivals the stars themselves, does it not? Uh, oh, suppose. Well, well, yeah. well, the stars are further away. Uh, I can see why. Good oh. point. Uh, look over here. Uh, oh. Ah, look at that. Tall arched windows. Uh, is that? Is that adorned with rich velvet curtains? Oh, you know the finest nice. curtains that will frame a winter night outside. <laughs> yeah. Now, direct your attention to the heart of the ballroom, and he pointing to the fireplace. Ah, a colossal fireplace. <laughs> Look at the flames of the flickering with warmth that rivals the camaraderie within these walls. Wow, you really outdone yourself, didn't you? Oh, you haven't seen it yet, but wait! There's more! <laughs> now, adjacent to the fireplace uh, stands a strong, long wooden table meticulously set for none other than. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, sir, oh, yes, no, 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 no. Well, you too, but King Armor. Uh, well, thank you very much. Be gravely. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, King what kind of stuff we have on there? Oh, regal tablecloth, silver candle holders, very nice. Very and nice. gold plated goblets. Oh, 
The finest you can find for this royal occupants. The finest. Ah, but the auditory delight. Do not in there. Auditory? Delight? What's that? Oh, huh? In the corner. Ah, look at that. A live band led by none other than Vitoris the Gravely himself. Right. You're going to lead the band. Yeah. All right, now, now the festivities with all the goodest and the best oh, melodies. Wow. The music, ah. uh, like a velvet undercurrent, adds a sophisticated layer to this attire, uh, this royal atmosphere. But wait, uh, there's, there's more. more! Throughout the ballroom, smaller tables, meticulously uh, arranged for a king's honor guest, glistening silverware, crystal glasses, and floral arrangement adore each a testament to the meticulous planning behind uh, this grand celebration this done so by none other than yours truly, the Gravely. Gravely, of course. So, right, right. Of course. Wow, this is... Uh, this really nice. I don't know what to say. This is a beautiful ballroom. Uh, so, it, it never looked wow. like this before. So, right. oh, Look at this array. Go on. Oh, hey, it looks really nice. So when do we start um, filling this place up? Yeah. Oh, well, it might take a couple of hours. Uh, Lug and Bash and a bunch of the other chefs are in there. And they, they got a couple more hours left. Yeah. So, uh, you can hang around here or not. Is it silk? Well, that is silk, Sir Lance. I got one place I must be, and I'll be there for a short time, and we'll start trickling in here. Oh, excellent, excellent. And Johnny turns towards King Armor, putting his hand softly on his shoulder. It's going to be a very good night. Indeed. I know where you're going. News Rock. Yep, Muse Rock. Muse there for me too. I will. And Johnny heading outside that castle. Walking out of the gates and down the hill. And that snow-covered forest. The branches have all shook the leaves off. And it's a beautiful serenery. As he heads down to Muse Rock, Covered in snow, he brushes a little of the snow off of it, climbs up to the top, and looking down at that river, the sides of the river are frozen, only a small stream, wide enough to possibly jump over, is currently flowing. Johnny begins to muse on things. He turns his head and looks back at that enchanted castle and wonders how he got this far, all the way from a little old farm boy collecting eggs under the hens to becoming a knight, the right-hand man of the king of a castle in a kingdom in the mountains far away. Putting his head down, shaking his head. How did this ever happen? But while he thought on these things, a very familiar sound rung into his ears. Lifting his head up, he turns towards the river. Could it be? Flinging his legs off, he stands in the snow and heads towards the river. Looking downstream and then upstream, 
and upstream there he was. Piper! P Piper! Waving his hands, I haven't seen you in a long time. Oh, Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> oh, hold on, let me put my Piper down. <laughs> and moving that little boat that he is in closer to the edges of the bank of the river. Oh, that's a bit biting at the nose. Piper, where have you been? Oh, I've been here and I've been there, going up and down the river, as I always do. Uh, how have you been? Um, have you heard? Uh, the land of the rising sun. Yes, you heard then. <laughs> the word gets around. I travel from town to town. I do hear things. However, how is the land? It's, um, uh, it's a different battle. That's, that's, I can't really describe it. Uh, you're wondering who you are in all of this, aren't you? I am, actually. Like, why me, and who am I to all this? Uh, things don't add up sometimes. I know. I know. Looking over Johnny's shoulder, he sees the castle and many of the people that have joined. Gonna have a royal feast, are we? Yes, you want to join? <laughs> that would be nice. But I have things I have to do, a place I have to be. I, I believe you. But before I go... What? It's a holy day, right? I'm going to give you a little gift. Hold on one second. Oh, here it is. Here. It's a box. Uh, don't open it here, but I think you might like what's inside. Uh, open it whenever you feel like it, but just not here. I don't get kind of bashful whenever he's smiling and getting happy. Okay, I'll open it up when I get to my room. There you go. So, give everyone my best. I will. Will I see you again? You'll always see me again. All right, but... Uh, ta! Bye, Piper. Bye. Piper continues down the river, laying on his pipe the sweet melodies. Looking down at the box, Johnny turns around and begins to walk towards the castle. And several hours went by, but they felt like only a few minutes as the sun dipped below the horizon, casting a warm golden glow over this castle. The air filled with anticipation of the grand feast, and the sound of the distant temple bells echoed through the stone walls. And in the heart of this royal ballroom, adorned with rich tapestries and flickering torches, await the arrival of the townsfolk, nobles, and knights alike, many of which are already trickling in. The aroma of roasted meats cooked by lug, spiced wines, freshly pressed from the grapes, of course, and freshly baked bread wafted through the air, enticing the senses and casting an atmosphere of indulgence. And the King of Nod enters in. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Yes, uh, This is gonna be a great, grand <laughs> feast. I'm so glad I made it here. <laughs> yeah! Yes, sir. It is quite a lovely day. 
Right, right. Ah, the As the Grizzly has been waiting there for a long time for him. Oh, I, uh, it's, it's a pleasure to see you again. Uh, likewise, with that in your hand. Oh, 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 it's a little something, something for you. To, uh, I don't know. Uh, warm up during the uh, during the festivities. Warm up. Oh, it's a, uh, uh, oh, I get it. Oh, here you go. Drink, drink, but drink it slowly. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh, I'm going to go sit down at the table. You're going to join us? Oh, you know it. And you'll be sitting at the very far right in over there on the very, very end. Uh, I, I, I see your man over there. I see you over there. Yes, yes. And Johnny is already sitting down on the other side of the table. King Armor at one end and the King of Nod at the other end, surrounded by D. Gravely's men. King Armor... Surrounded by Sir Lancelot, Johnny, and the rest of the pilgrims. And he is dressed in his royal, royal robe and his large crown with the five stones. Lug. And Lug is just right next to that table on his own stand with all the meats. Oh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. What, is, what, uh, what is it, uh, your, your highness? <laughs> you don't have to call me your highness. Uh, how much longer do we have till the food's ready? Well, you got some time. Uh, just give it about another oh, 30 minutes. And I'm, I'm just prepping a few things here, <laughs> cutting a few things here. And uh, they'll be ready. Okay, all right. Ah. Uh, king, king of Nod, King of Nod. <laughs> yes, yes, King of Cannon. <laughs> Would you care to start us off on the, the stories or whatever? Whoever has any stories to tell. Uh, you want to hear some stories? <laughs> I really like hearing stories, be gravely. Oh, but I think the King of Nod should start us off. <laughs> you think I should start you off? Oh, come on! I suppose yeah. I could. Yeah. We think of one. We want to be a, a good story. Oh, I got one. I got one. A nice, painful, good story. Oh! Do tell. Do tell. All right. Well, it was a. Um, it's about this time. Some time ago. Yeah. And the King of Nod is sitting upon a bed, for he is sick. He cannot move any limb. Nothing but his own eyeballs is the only thing he can lay, move. As he lay upon his bed, tucked in his royal blankets all the way up to his chin, and Reggie tending upon him, 27 hours a day, 8 days a week. Okay, sir. Oh, look at you. You are such a mess, sir. Ah, well, what to do? Okay, sir, I came up with this good idea. Uh, if you like an idea, sir, open your eyelids wide. And if you don't like an idea, sir, you just keep them low. Okay, um, do you like bubble baths? I was going to draw you a bath and put bubbles in it. Open eyes wide if you like it, sir. And the king's eyes open wide. 
There you go, sir. There you go. I'll go get you a bubble. Oh, does your throat hurt, sir? And the king opens his eyes wide again. So your throat hurts. And his eyes open wider. Oh, sir. Would you like, uh, perhaps I can put something on the on the stove? Uh, some tea with a little bit of lemon? Would you like lemon or no, no lemon? And his eyes lower. Lemon. And his eyes widen. Sir, this is working perfectly, sir. We can communicate through your eyeballs. Okay, sir, I'm gonna go get some and put it on and put a little bit of lemon in it, sir. Put your throat sick and, and I'll, I'll serve it to you. And his eyes open wide. There you go, sir. And I'll get you a bath started also. Oh, this is gonna work out just right. Huh? And he putting that water into a kettle and sitting it on the, on the stove, putting a little fire under it. There you go. That should do just right. And a few minutes go by. The water begins to boil. And Reggie returns, putting that lemon into it. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Look at all those bubbles. Well, the king did say he loved bubbles. Oh, let me get this off here. Ah, ah. Oh, oh. And Reggie walks over to the bed where the king is lying upon. And from the king's perspective, as he lay there, looking up at the ceiling, he hears the sound of bubbles. Sir, sir. Oh, there you are. You're still laying this. Oh, <laughs> my jokes are a little rude. Look, sir, bubbles. And the king's eyes open wide. Oh, you like bubbles, sir. And he attempts to lower them, but he cannot. Oh, sir, I put the tea in it and a, and a squirt of lemon, sir. Now go ahead and let me open up your mouth, sir. Open it. Let, let it let it down. There you go, sir. Let, let it all go down the, down the throat, sir. A little bit at a time. There you go. Yeah, let the lemon soothe the throat, sir. It's soothing it. Yes, just like that, sir. In no time, your eyes are opening really wide. Oh, I've never seen them so wide. You must be very happy. There it is. There it is. All gone. Would you like some more, sir? Oh, you will. As his eyes are still open as wide as can be. I'm going to draw you a bath. It's got plenty of bubbles just like this. And I'll put you in it myself, sir. I'll lower you down real slowly into the bubbles. Yes, sir, it's going to work out just like you talk about oh, that. that sounded like crazy painful. <laughs> yes, 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 it sir. was crazy painful. <laughs> I tell you what, no, it definitely did kick whatever uh, virus, whatever disease, oh, whatever sickness I had. Just kicked it. Was burned oh, to crisp, Reggie. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, I forgave him though, because I have to. He's a little salty. Oh, no pepper. Well, enough of me. Oh. Anybody else have any any good? Well, can we go? Can we go to the wow, night? Oh, Sir Lancelot leaning forward, holding on to his goblet. Uh, well, I was doing some thinking, and uh, I do have, I have one myself. Uh, Oh, uh, let's see. You have one, huh? Mm. I think ah, you think of Bruce. Sir Bruce. 
Oh, no, don't even bring me into it. Don't even bring me into it. Now, Sir Bruce is a rather small fella, but with a big voice. No, don't even bring me into this. There was the time, though. We went to war, and we're in battle, and we're coming down a mount, a hill. I had to charge right into it, and he had forgotten his he had forgotten his helmet. He didn't know where he put his helmet. Oh, good one. That's a good one. And, uh, one of the other fellows that we had, he had a rather large head. Let him have the helmet. I told him don't even wear it, but he insisted. Oh, I love it. It didn't turn out like he thought it would. No, I'll get to that story. Sir Lancelot and the knights were on horseback, riding down a hill to charge into the enemy troop, waiting for them on foot. And Sir Bruce, with one hand on the reins, and the other hand on a sword held over his head, had a helmet far too large for himself. And the kicking of the horse and the vibration caused the helmet to slowly turn around backwards. And heading straight into the battle blinded. He swung his sword amidst the chaos. His oversized helmet, now facing backwards, had unintentionally became the centerpiece. His horse galloped as Sir Bruce swung his sword blindly. I'll get one of you. I'll get one of you. Enemies and allies alike dodged and watched in disbelief as Sir Bruce carved a path through this opposing force. His sword whirled around, creating a temporary zone of confusion. Knights on both sides exchanged bewildered glances momentarily forgetting the seriousness of the battle. And Sir Lancelot. <laughs> I told him not to wear that helmet. <laughs> Come on, men. Follow me. We got to catch up to him and save him. Come on. <laughs> As Sir Bruce continued his endeavor, his onslaught, his fellow knights tried to catch up, torn between amusement and concern. The enemy troops initially posed for the battle, found themselves dodging Sir Bruce's unpredictable attack. And it wasn't long that Sir Bruce broke through the other side of the troop and kept on going in a field all by himself. Sir Lancelot and his men followed hard after him. It wasn't that funny. It really wasn't all that funny. <laughs> no, that was funny. Uh, hilarious. Oh, I lost. I almost there. lost grip on my sword when I was in that battle. <laughs> I told you not to wear that helmet. And over there in the guest sign-in book, Borden, Gill, and Friend arrive. That's 
smells so good. It really does. May I have your name, please? The name's Borden with uh, Gil. Look at those curtains. Friend. You see those curtains over there? Borden. I see those curtains, yeah. Wow, this amazing. Borden. Beautiful out here. Oh, oh. oh Borden. Oh, you're on the special table over there. Right over there. You see them over there? Oh, that's nice. I see them. I, I see I. I see you. Uh, as, and also the other two are, should be on the list too as well. Yes, they're doing the list too. As well, yeah, they're, yeah. they're right over here. All right, have a good dinner. All right, Master Sensei. Have a good dinner. Have a good dinner. Thank, a good you. Dinner. Thank you very much. Wow. And another man arrives wearing priestly garments. All right, so uh, I should be on that list. What's the name? What's the name? Uh, look for a holy man or somebody. Man of the cloth, something. Uh, and the surmiser stares into this man's eyes. You're gonna let me in, aren't you? Let me in. Let me in. Just one second. And then he hears Johnny from a distance. Man of the cloth, over here. He's over uh, here. See that? Yeah, steward. Or I just fine. Just stick next to me, Stuart, and I'll take care of you. Rainbows. Ah, now we're in. Look at this place. Ah, we gotta get close by him, and we're close by him, and, and nobody's watching. Then, when nobody here is watching, we'll make our attack and get out of here quickly. No balls. That's a good idea, balls, right here. Why not, Stuart? You scared? No balls, he just... Uh, how is nobody going to be watching it? Quiet, Stuart. I have ways of making nobody watch. Right, I'm going to go stand over there. Yeah, stand over there. Leave me alone and do my work. <laughs> all right, everyone. All right. Uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> it's all done. It's ready. Things are ready. Hey, listen up, everyone. Listen up. Everything's ready. And uh, the chefs in the kitchen, they said everything's ready. It's time to dig in and eat. And, and everything can be served. Y'all just stay right where y'all are. Oh, everything's ready, Johnny. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, good. <laughs> Starving. So, who is going to be the one to bless this food? And Johnny looking around the table. A fillion. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh me? Yeah. Uh, who should be the one that should um, bless this food? Oh, oh. Um, I don't know. Maybe Sir Lancelot. Sir Lancelot? Uh, uh, me? me? Um, pray for all this? Uh, sure, yes. Yeah, I'd be honored to. Um, but I think a fillion should do it. <laughs> oh, stop it! Really? Oh. All right, all right, all right. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> you better stand up there to do it, though. I know. I know. You can do it. I gotta make this wooden table so hard. All right, everyone, bow your head and close your eyeballs. All right, guys, come on, take a seat. We thank you very much. <laughs> oh, gracious almighty in, in, the, in the heavens above for all this food and this fellowship and, 
And, uh, oh, yeah. and yeah. Like, no, Max, let me do the playing. You're messing all up. Oh, okay, come all right. right. Just, all right, listen. Just one. Come on. I'm the one blessing this food. Just, right? just say uh, All right. And uh, uh, the, the food's gonna be good because Lug made it, and other chefs oh, yeah. in the back made it. You guys know it. Bless the hands that made all this deliciousness. Oh, yeah. And this night as well. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Yes, right. Amen from over here as well. <laughs> and while they begin to serve the dishes at the podium in the guest sign-in sheet, a lady approaches the man. And what's your name? I look for Teresa. Teresa, Teresa, Teresa. I'm not seeing the Teresa. I have money. I could give you lots of money. You like money, don't you? Um, money is not going to get you in. Only if you're on this list, right? I find. And she scratches her pointy nose. <sighs> All right, look, look under the Witch of Endor. The Witch of Endor. Uh, no, sorry, you're not on the list. That's what I hear. You're not on the list. You don't go in. I think I'm on the list. I think I just might go on in there. Yes, that's what I'll do. And she turns and helps herself and walks on in. Johnny catching wind of this. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, Armin, look, look who, look who just came in. Oh, she can't be in here. This is not a place for her. And looking over at the man of the cloth, also known as Sir Miser. Hey, uh, uh, man, man of the cloth. Oh, holy man, man of the cloth. Sir Miser turning his head. Uh, oh, uh, well, what is it? Uh, go, go do something about that lady over there that just came in. Come on, you're the one that can do this. You're you're the holy man. Uh, of course, of course I am. Uh, I definitely have you fooled, Johnny. I have you fooled really well. All right, let me go take this lady out. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> and they had run-ins in the past. And Sir Miser approaches her as she's standing by a table looking around. Uh, <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Ah, you again, is it? Uh, I'm gonna have to... Uh, could you please leave? I don't ever use that word, please. Leave. I'm not leaving here without money. Ah. Well, look, I'm strapped for cash right now. Left it in the cave. Can I have an IOU? Money first. IOUs later. Oh, of course. Most of the money... Look, if you don't get out of here, I'm going to put my hands on you. Everyone's watching me. If you push me out of here tomorrow morning... As he, she moves her finger with that big wart on it, pointing at his face. You will vomit up toads. Um, uh, um, I'm not afraid of you. Your powers are nothing to me. They're just uh, mere mirages. Vapor is just a, a reflection on the ground of something that doesn't exist. Go on, get out of here. Go, skit, scat, go. Get out of here, I, I command you. 
All right, I will leave, but know this, Sir Miser. How do you know me? How do you know it was me? This time, in tomorrow morning, you will vomit out the frogs. Ta-ta, Sir Miser. Yeah. Uh, I'm not afraid of her. Say, look at that. Got her out of here. And Sir Miser begins to sweat. See that? And my powers work much stronger than hers. Huh, not one. That's it. And Lug walks over to the table where the knights are sitting, holding a platter of food, and leans in behind them, over their heads, and to the table. Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> All right, I got some of that boar here. Yeah, let me know if anybody's allergic to anything. Uh, that smells good. I got uh, honey. I got a cousin. You know, some ales, some uh-huh. gloves, garlic gloves. Garlic. I got rosemary, thyme, and sage, uh-huh. and salt and pepper, of course. Everywhere is salt and pepper. Of course. And I got you know, things like carrots and prunips and tunips and uh, apricots and plums and figs. Come on. And such like. Everybody good on that? We're all, we're all good. We're more than good. <laughs> oh, all right. And Bash is over there with Degravely working them as well. All right. Ah, this stuff is. Wow. You really did it, Lug. And they begin to dig into that food. Oh, oh, I like this bread. If you dip this bread into this gravy, it really compliments. Oh, yeah? I don't try that. I say, it definitely is very good. Yes, very good. Hanzo. What? Uh, Miyamoto, when when did y'all get here? Yeah. Were they they always here at the table? When did you pull up? Ah, we we slipped in. At some point, a time, you never noticed? (laughs) <laughs> no, <laughs> you never notice. Yeah, they do that stuff, don't they? Grab, grab me something to eat. You're not just like them. No. Just like them. Yeah. They do that stuff all the time. All the time. All the time? <laughs> uh, 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 wait, wait, wait. I heard something behind me. And Johnny and Armor and the rest look behind a fillion. Uh, <laughs> I know that, boys. Hey, you're gonna scoot over and let me get in there? <laughs> Come on, Hunchy. Come on, Hunchy. Now, Hunchy is the uncle of a fillion. He hunched over and has a staff, and he's older, hence the name Hunchy. <laughs> Come on, right, right here. That's it. That's it. Yeah, uh, you can have this plate right here. I'll get my own. All right. Where have you been, Hunchy? I haven't seen you in a long time. Well, I'm just waiting for the storyteller to put me in. What? Oh, the story? Tell us. Who? The storyteller? Oh, right. Never mind. Mm. This stuff is really good. Thank you, Baz. Yes, what is it? Look over there. Rhonda. All the Grayley's men turn aside to look at one of the tables. Table number seven. Look at her. Isn't she painting herself up? I'm going to miss. No. Oh, there's so much paint on her face. You could put a frame around it and call it Van Gogh. Oh, 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 o
Stop it! Oh, that was a good one. Behave! Behave! You can you can call a Van Gogh. Van Gogh away! Go away! Stack on the previous joke. I like that. Yeah, yeah, the gravy. You can call it go and go far, far away and jump off a cliff and hit the rocks on the way down. See? Well, gentlemen, yes, sir. You know the rules. Hockey. Now allow me to pull out the rule book. The Gravely's Manual for Life. Uh, all right, in volume number two of Jesting, in chapter number 28, uh, paragraph 13 and line five. <coughs> it reads as follows. <coughs> if one is going to jest and another one is going to stack on the jest, the previous jest must be not equal to but lesser than the stack of the jest. Of course. So... If you jest on a stack, the jesting that is stacked should be not equal but greater than the previous jest. And this was not anywhere close to equal or greater. It was less than equal and less than greater. Not close at all. Therefore, the punishment will be Leonard. Yes, the gravy. Remove your hat. And hold it upside down. And all the Gravely's men stand up. Now you'll be punished by hawking. Hawk Everyone, fest. load up. Hawk fest. Now begin to hawk. Now, Leonard, go ahead and put the hat on. And it begins to ooze all around his ears and down his forehead and around his eyebrows. Look at it. How debated. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Now that's what I call a good old punishment. <laughs> yes. Uh, be gravely. As the king of Nod holds up his goblet, I'm running a little low. Under the table. Under the table. And holding his goblet under the table, he gravely fills it up with some eggnog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's good, 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 good. good. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh, oh a little burn. <laughs> All right. And the King of Nod pushes away from the table. Standing up. I'll be walking around here. I'm feeling spunky. Hey there. Hello, King. And he walks over to the musicians. Loving the music, guys. Keep it going. Yeah. And put my foot right there. Bring it back. And I twist right here and hear the crack. That's okay. I'll be right back. Yeah.
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And he walking over to one of the tables and leaning on a couple of the guests. How y'all doing? How's the food? The food is quite nice. Thank you very much, King. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, look at you over there. You don't skip a meal, do you? Yeah. Uh, look at that. I'm just pulling your tin hairs. <laughs> uh, but I'll get going. I'll get going. <laughs> and he walking over to another table, crossing the aisles. <laughs> yeah. Love that hat. It, it, it fits you well. <laughs> oh, oh, that scarf is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Pull it up high, though. <laughs> Cover the face. Uh, and leaning in on a couple of more guests. Oh, look at that grape. Uh, mind if I did? Oh, uh, uh, plucking uh, a grape off the table. Help yourself. Uh, oh, yeah. Help yourself. Uh, 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 he likes it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you sure know how to pick them, I tell you. Uh, uh, uh. Well, thank you, sir. I can't say it about your spouse, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he walking over by where the guest signing book is, at the door of the ballroom. <laughs> and walks right out. <laughs> and over at the guest sign-in sheet. Are you sure you can find it? Look for... I'm, I'm from the false village. Ooh. I'm, I'm looking I'm so, somewhere, but I'm just not seeing it. Look again. I can tell you a lot of things about you. I show you, know, the more times that you move your hands around, it's not going to make the, the words and appear on the page. Oh. Oh. And moments later, a few of the knights of Sir Lancelot ran outside to fetch the King of Nod. And bringing him back in, his toes are dragging behind him, one knight on his left and one knight on his right. The arms of the King of Nod are wrapped around their necks as they walk him inside. <laughs> oh, oh, you guys are lovely. Thank you for dragging me in. Yes, yes, yes. Sir, I mean, really, if you were left uh, passed out in the snow face down, you could have died of being frozen to death, sir. You should really watch out for yourself. That's right. What was that, sir? Oh, look over there on the table. I know her now. It dragged me over to that table real quick. That lady I was talking to earlier. All right, all right, real quick, sir. All right, all right, real quick. Right, and they dragged the King of Nod back to that table. Uh, I remember you now. Oh, there he is again. Remember me? <laughs> yeah, you were in a famous painting in my castle. Oh, she's blushing. <laughs> yeah, I had one of the greatest artists paint a beautiful, beautiful mural in excellent detail of my castle. <laughs> yeah, and you were the background. <laughs> I thought that was good. All right, sir, let's get you by the fire. Come on, let's get you by the fire. And they set him by the fire, and Reggie tends to him while Johnny scarfs up some of that meat that Lug had prepared. 
Ah, oh, really did it this time, didn't he? He sure did. Very good food. Mm, what do you think of that, huh? Hunchy? Uncle? Yeah, it's really a taste, yeah. I would rather have some hot than with this. I left it back at home. Oh, come. That's too bad, huh? That he left it. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> and Johnny, looking over the shoulder of everyone on that table, all the way against the wall in the corner that leads outside is a door. And the door, the handle, he sees it. It begins to freeze and turn to ice. His heart begins to pump within him, for he knows who this is. No, not now. An armor next to him, scarfing up some of that muffin. No, no, what? No, no, what? You ever been to that place? I believe it. And the door creaks open after it's been frozen. Now I've got a story. A man by the name of Bar Biel. Bar is translated the son of, and Biel is translated Lord of the Flies, or the Devil. I've got a story. How come nobody ever invited me? You're not welcomed here, Barbiel. Oh, that hurts. Where's your where's your holy day spirit? And he walks around in that room. Ah, uh, hello everyone. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Turn your head, turn your head. Don't look at it. And grabbing a glass. Holding it up. Nice. Now, Barbiel has a advanced equipment, very far in technology, and a gas-like substance ekes out of his gauntlet, turning things to ice. Ah, nice little, there he goes, a little cooler. Mm. Tasty, tasty indeed. Ah, so I heard y'all were telling stories and you thought maybe you'll leave out me. Why can't I tell stories? Because you're not welcomed here, Barbiel. And all the knights stand up. Oh, look at that. <sighs> you don't think perhaps maybe I wouldn't walk in here thinking that I have you outnumbered. They all Exchange glances. What do you want, Barbiel? Oh, I just want to tell my story. And one of Sir Lancelot's men draws out the sword. I'll have your head. <sighs> but Barbiel catches the blade in his gauntlet. Oh, You'll have what? To Bruce. Get, step back to Bruce. And the blade immediately turns to ice. Bruce, Bruce. <laughs> Now, I suggest you let go of it or else it'll crawl up your arm. Let go of it, and I'll Bruce. take that with me as a trophy. Let go of it, Bruce. <laughs> and he lets go of the sword of ice. Ah, I'll just sit this down right here. And so, Johnny, John, John. Johnny, John. My name's not Johnny John. Well... I have a story. I think you might be intrigued. 
and Barbiel pulls up a chair and sits down and crosses his legs and grabbing a blade off the table. I'll take that, thank you. So, where do I begin with my story? That is good. That is good. Compliments to the chef. Whoever made this. Oh, come on. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Mm. Liked it. A little too much on the salt. I would hate to thaw out. So, Johnny. I wasn't always called by my name, Barbiel. I was a different man long ago. The day was beautiful. Barbiel sits upon a wagon with a passenger in the front. That's true. A covered wagon on a long, rocky road in the country. Ah, another lovely day, is it not? Oh, this is actually really nice. Ah, so, you really think all of what your, your father is planning is going to go through? Oh, my father, uh, oh, Nick. Yes, uh, is that senior, right? Yes, yeah. He does have big plans. Maybe one day his empire will actually take off and he'll grow an army, bring peace to the earth. <laughs> that's quite a yeah. that's quite a vision. He's definitely a visioner. What are you gonna do? You gonna join him in the footsteps? I hope not. I, I really don't. Mm. I don't wanna. I, I have dreams. I wanna be. Oh. A merchant, somebody that just sails all across the ocean. I want to see them all, uh, map it out. Ah, uh, traveler, a traveler. <laughs> nice. And what about yourself? Oh, me? I don't know, I'd probably just herd cattle. Uh, probably stay local. I'm not really much on the ocean voyages. I'll probably just stay around, around, the, around the countryside. Ah, very, very boring. Ah, <laughs> uh, so uh, what's... Uh, What's your dad up to now, Nick? Ah, uh, well, he's actually purchased a city, a rather large one. Oh, um, the city, I, I heard of it, uh, El Mundo. That's right, El Mundo. Yes, yes. The large city, he renovated it from the previous owner. It looks nice now. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it's immaculate now. He is a wealthy man. Ah, uh, yeah, he is. And... The passenger looks into the back of the wagon. It's a bunch of armor. He spies on one of the shoulders of the armor, an emblem of a fly. So, your father's into raising up an army? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why. I, I've told him many times is nobody's gonna fight him. Well, I, I know I sure wouldn't. Hey, look up ahead. Yeah. Wow. This looks like somebody's hurt. Somebody's injured in the road. I'll hold the horses, will you? Oh. Hey, I'm gonna go in the back and get the first aid kit. Can you go check it out? Yes, yes, I will. And Nick steps out into the ground and cautiously approaches this wounded man laying down in the road. Looking left and right, of who could have injured him. Uh, he approaches the man and kneels down by his side. Uh, hello, sir, are you okay? Sir? 
and the man was laying upon a dagger, and revealing it puts it to the neck of Nick. <gasps> Don't you move one bit. Uh, uh. And the passenger sees this. Holding the first aid kit in his hand, he slowly sets it down. And two more men come up behind the passenger with swords. Put your hands up. Yeah, yeah put your hands up. Oh, hey, look, um, I don't know who you are or who you think we are, but we don't have money. That's what they say, don't they? <laughs> they all say that we don't have money. <laughs> Go over there with him. Go. <laughs> look, uh, we don't have money. Uh, now, what he putting the knife to Nick, uh, what's uh, in there? What's in the what's in the wagon? Uh, just a, a a bunch of armor. It doesn't look like a bunch metal. Of armor. That'll do. Looks like money to me. And Nick attempts to disarm the man, grabbing him by the wrist. Uh, uh, but it goes towards the contrary, and Nick gets knocked to the ground. Uh, 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 hey, hey, hey! Let go of him! And the other men begin to pummel him. Teach you a lesson. And the passenger looks around and grabs a large stick that comes up behind the three men and begins to hit him with it to get him off of Nick. Get off of him! Get off! Oh, he's got a friend to help him. We'll take care of him too. And the other one was just about to bring the dagger down onto Nick. But instead, the passenger jumps in front of him. And blocking it, knocking the man to the ground. Come on, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. They get up and run off. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Passenger holding his hand. You saved my life. Get the first aid kit, will you? Yes. Hold it. Hold right there. And he brings in the first aid kit and wraps his hand up in a bandage. Well, you didn't have to do that. Well, that's what we do, right? As, as friends. Uh, come on, let's get into the wagon. And they walk over to the wagon and hop in. Ow, ow. I'm going to need to definitely get some medical attention to this. It's deep. Well, is there anything I can do for you? I owe you my life. I owe you something. There's anything. <laughs> oh, come on, let's go. Anything, huh? Well, look, if your dad does get that empire and uh -huh. everything up and running, uh -huh. like like you say, uh -huh. uh, just take care of my son. My son, Johnny. Make sure he's all right. Uh, how old's your son? Uh, he's two years old. Just make sure he's fine if your dad ever gets everything going. But don't owe me nothing. I'll do that. You have my word. There's a place up here not too far. We'll get you there. All right. Thanks, Nick. Ow. And so you see, things weren't always what they used to be. Hmm. This cranberry sauce, though, is very delicious. You mean, you, you know my father? Know him? We used to work together before things changed, of course. I never knew that. Well, I'm done here. There's my story. Excuse me. 
And your sword, by the way. Uh, that sword is no good now. It's, uh, the metal's been compromised once I freeze it. It will unfreeze, but it'll break easily. Ah. Uh, Easy, Bruce. And Barbiel walks out of that room. Johnny sits back in his chair. Oh, I never knew that. Well, continue on, everyone. Don't, don't let that stop you uh, from enjoying your night. Continue on. Continue on. Wow. Yes. <laughs> that yes. is a lot to swallow, Johnny. I woke up. What I missed. What I missed. Well, anyway, forget about that. Let's have a good time. I'll worry about that later. This is... It's a holy day. Yeah, it's a holy yeah. day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Johnny could not forget about that. But it did ring in the back of his mind throughout that night. I love everybody And Lug and Bash grab themselves a plate to eat and head over to the table themselves. Hey, uh, Billy, can I sit right here next to you? Oh, sure. Move over, big guy. Come on. Lug, don't y'all have a story to tell? Wait, 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 real quick. Somebody's coming. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, I have uh, um, a message here. A lady gave me a note for uh, Mr. Oh, sorry, uh, Sir John. And one of Lancelot's knights holds up his hand. Oh, that, that's me. That's me, Sir John. Uh, a lady? Huh. Yes, uh, here, here, here you go. Oh. <laughs> who, who, who possibly sending you a lady? Aren't you married? Oh, oh, a, a friend. Oh, it is for my wife. Oh, oh here yes, you go. Good, good. Huh. What? <clears throat> what is it? What does it say? Interesting. All it says is, Dear John. Uh, dear John? Uh, you mean you got a Dear John letter? Uh, That's it. It's just Dear John. Sensei, oh, what does that mean? Oh, oh, oh. What does that mean, Sensei? Ooh, yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, hey, uh, um, you know, you want any more pie or anything to, to eat, to drink? Yeah, anything. You know what? Friend. As John puts down the letter, forget about it. Yeah, forget about her. Yeah, yeah, forget about her. That's it. Yeah, that's right. Forget about her. Forget about her. Yeah, come on. Let's drink some of the cider right here. That's right. Forget about her. Forget about her. Wow, that's interesting. Love, do you have any stories to tell? I know you're full of stories. Go way back. Way back. Oh, a uh, story. Um, way back. Well, you know what? Actually, as he looks over with a grin at Aphelion, <laughs> there was actually a time where I know of a couple of people, you know, who were kind of deviant fellas in the past. <laughs> you know some people, huh, Lug? Uh -huh. As Aphelion begins to hit Lug on the shoulder. <laughs> Get off me, get off me. Uh, yeah, so uh, a long time ago, in a place called uh, Rocky Mountain Village, right, right at the bottom of a, oh, of a volcano. Oh, I've been to a place like that. Oh, haven't you? Haven't you? <laughs> Everybody has. Everybody. Uh, so, yeah, it was a long time ago. It was a nighttime. And uh, so uh, we all ended up uh, arriving there. Well, I mean, those people. <laughs> Hey, 
and Johnny and Armor, along with Lug and Bash, entered into a village at the bottom of a volcano called Rocky Mountain Village. Ah, well, it's getting dark. That's a nice place. Looks like this inn will be a good place to stay. Oh yeah, yeah. can we get the, can we get the second floor? Oh please, please. Oh, I think that'd be the best place to be in the second floor. Yeah. Safer. Nice. Oh yeah, safer. <laughs> Real safe. And they entering into that inn. But across that street, that rocky street at night, sitting on a chair. Hey Max, look who it is. It's Johnny Boy, and his friend Armor. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did have some nice... You see that sword? He had a nice little sword. We had a sword like that. Max, yeah. come on. Huh? We're going to get them at nighttime. We're going to get up in that window. <laughs> I got ways. I know. I know. <laughs> Whenever they get the key, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sneak in there. Find out which room they're going to stay in. Because they have to write their names down on the keys. On the spare key. And I'm going to read it. Find the room Johnny's in, mm. climb up to the window, and boom! Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are you gonna get up in the window? It's high up there. <laughs> Easy, Max. The old ladder trick. Uh, see that? Yeah. I wish I had a brain like you. I know, Max. Just keep hanging out with me, and you'll be smart in some time. Come on, let's go. <laughs> And inside the inn, Johnny and Armor and Lug and Bash already got their keys, and they're up on the second floor walking to their rooms. Oh, oh, oh no. Ah, it's it's kind of cold out. I'm not really one for a corner room. They gave me a room in the corner. Oh, oh, they got two windows in there. Oh, nice. You want to switch rooms? Which one are you in? Oh, I'm in 208. I'm in 210. Yeah, we're in 210. Uh, can I want to switch rooms and I'll just be in 208 and you be in 210? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'd love to be on a corner one. <laughs> yeah, keep the windows locked. Uh, thank, uh, thank you very much, though. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> Come on, Lug. They get into their rooms. Lug and Bash sit down on their beds. That is supposed to be Johnny and Armor's room. Oh, yeah, it's cushiony. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I'm so tired. I'm going to go to sleep so fast. So fast. Oh. And Lug rolls over in his bed and falls asleep just as he said, fast. And outside, right behind that inn, Max and Aphelion coming around with a long ladder. <laughs> I saw the keys that they in. They signed them down there. You, you saw how that worked? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Johnny's in 210. And that's the top corner one. Oh, it's going to work. All right, let's prop the ladder up right here. Nice. <laughs> All right, Max. Now, where's your club? I got it right here. Perfect. Let me have it. All right. Uh, now, now you stay down here and you hold the bottom of the ladder while I shimmy on up there. It's gonna work out. Quiet, Max. Easy. And Aphelion gets all the way to the top. 
and he peeking into that window, he can see the silhouette of what he believes is Johnny. <laughs> there you are. Now, just to get my little fingers, pry it open, and he's sliding open that window. And he sneaks in there. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And he tiptoes. And he tiptoes. Quite a large silhouette. Perhaps he ate a lot. And he holding that club in his hand. <laughs> Did you get him yet? Why <laughs> you're gonna get us both killed? Oh, sorry. You've been in here for a while. Go, go back down there right now. You climb down that ladder. Okay, okay, okay. I'll climb it. Hit it for me. Hit it for me. And the turns back around and walks over to the bed. But there's nobody in the bed. The blankets are laid flat against the mattress. Huh? And he can feel behind his back a presence. <laughs> and he can hear the breath and the warmth of it breathing on his neck and the little tickling of a beard right there at his neck. <laughs> And he's slowly turning around. And he looking this grizzly in the eyes. And on Max's side. What have you found him? Johnny got you? It wasn't Johnny. They switched it on us. Uh, we're going to come down there. I think he's... Uh, let's keep going. going come on, Max. Come on, Max. Come on, Max. Wow, so who was this? Have you ever found out who it was? Uh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh that person. Wow. Uh, look, look, a spider. Uh, oh, my goodness. It's huge. <laughs> look at it. Oh, no, no, no. no. That person, it was, uh, it was a rather tall. Oh, man, look at all those decorations. Isn't it beautiful? Come on, Ophelia. Let him talk. You better say something. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that person it was it was none other than mm, isn't this food uh, hog? Where did you get the ingredients for this hog? Uh, oh, 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 the hog. Oh, well, uh, uh, what a little something I put together when I was younger. You see, my, my uh, I, I think I don't pass down recipes. Ah, nice. My father, and then then I added my own stuff nice. too. All right, let's <laughs> see how this is going. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, that was a. Uh, I've heard stories like that, but Lug just maybe it jarred his memory. He just doesn't know, doesn't remember anymore. <laughs> Possibly, I don't know. Possibly. <laughs>
and the night drew to a closure. Sir Miser did not strike Johnny, for he feared Barbiel. The king, wiping his mouth, stood up. All right, everyone. Okay, everyone, listen, listen, listen. It's been a pleasure to have everyone here in this royal ballroom. Many of y'all had traveled from a very far country to be here tonight I know in this I special have. event. <laughs> and I'd like to give a special thanks to my guest, to Johnny. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Thank to you. Max. <laughs> Aphelion. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Lug. No. Thank you for the dinner. No, stop it. <laughs> Everybody can say thank you for the dinner. That was a very good. And Bash as well. Thank Y'all did you. an excellent job. We did, we did. <laughs> Sir Lancelot and Hi. all your knights. Sir William, <laughs> Bruce. Hi. Hope things work out for you, John. Uh, Sir John. They will. And over here, uh, Miyamoto. Oh, thank you. And Hanzo. Hi. How good you to doing? see you again as well. And you likewise. And going on down, be gravely. Degravely. Degravely, <laughs> uh, can you also prepare oh. the instruments oh, for the music for tonight, okay. the closing song? We'll do, yes. And all your men, Zee. can't forget them, Leonard, Richard, Zee. Charles. <laughs> and also, thank you, King of Nod. <laughs> yeah! I don't know what's in that drink. Oh, uh, but thank you for showing up and being <laughs> yeah. safe. Yeah! And Reggie as well. Yes, You're not sir. the least among us. Oh, thank you, sir. You're one of us as well. Oh, dear. Thank you, sir. And if there's anyone else... Oh, Hunchy. Uh, <laughs> I see you, Hunchy. Uh, hey, I know over there. How you doing, Hunchy? We're doing good. Hunchy's can't forget Hunchy. Yeah, I can't forget. <laughs> now, also over here, the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Hello. We got uh, Borden. Hello. Gil, how's your shoulder? Uh, it's doing, doing really well. That's good. And friend, the apprentice. Ah. One day, you'll wear the Ranger cloak yourself. Thank you. Keep at it. Listen uh, to, listen to Gil. Yes, sir. Get I you on your feet. Yes, King. And thank you all for showing up tonight. Now, we're going to sing a song. Oh, nice. Did you <laughs> take it over from here? Oh, 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 okay, everyone. First, we're going to start off with the ladies. The ladies will sing, and then the rest of us will join in at my command. Okay. Okay, entrance. And he gravely holds up his hand, signaling for the others to begin, starting with a bell. The place was beautiful. Everyone stood on their feet at the table. Hmm. <laughs> hey, Bash. Bash. Huh? That one over there. here. You see it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me you wouldn't slam that with your hammer if you saw it in the woods. Come on, I'm just saying. <laughs> And D. Gravely's men have their noses in the air and eyes closed, rocking left to right. Beautiful, D. Gravely, isn't he great? Oh, the best. The best. 
Yes, sir. Indy gravely signaling for the instruments to continue. The rise. Give me a little more, a little more. Don't you dare hold that. Yes, yes. Oh, come on, flutes. Everyone. At the end, Johnny headed back up to his castle room, that royal ballroom, all the way in there and got to the balcony that night. The cool, crisp air entered into his lungs. And as Johnny stood in the balcony, bathed in the soft glow of the moonlight reflecting off the snow below, his eyes were drawn to a shimmering figure on the castle wall. There, upon the ancient stones, sat Angelos, his body radianting, emitting a gentle glow. His presence was a beacon of serenity, contrasting the cold night. Angelos's serene smile met Johnny's gaze, creating a connection that was tangible. The castle seemed to hold its breath caught in a moment where mortal and celestial met. The whole castle was unfolding with a dance, a silent night where human and angelic had grace. And that's the end of that chapter. <laughs> oh, what a beautiful night. That was a good song, too. So credits... Once again, Sir Miser's theme song is uh, for, uh, is is uh, Cheese from the Seventh Midnight, and a lot of the other music you hear was from Fantasy of World Music by the Fetchers, <laughs> Derek Fetcher, and it makes some good music. That's why I chose it. 
<laughs> all right. I'll see you all later.